This is a CBC Podcast. Hey, this is AC. The Doc Project will not be coming back in the fall. So this summer, we're bringing you some of our favorite episodes since the show began back in 2015. This episode originally aired in September of 2019. In western Manitoba, there's a community called Green Acres. No, not like the TV show. Rolling hills, neat rows of evergreens. The houses are wrapped in circles like people sitting around a fire. Elaine Hofer lives here. This is Elaine. I am creative and a writer. I work at our school and I am fair-skinned and freckled. And I do not like hot summers. I am a morning person. And I go to bed with the crows. When do the crows actually go to bed? I go to bed really early. As you can probably tell, Elaine is a total individual. And she loves Green Acres. Here's the school, a tennis court, an outdoor pool, a hockey rink. And then right beside it, there is a barn with cats and horses. And a young orchard. It's really quite stunning. It's also small. 114 people small. And it has its own set of rules. Green Acres is a Hutterite colony, one of hundreds in Manitoba. And Elaine is Hutterite. This is Hutterite, not Amish, though the two groups are often confused by outsiders. Both are Anabaptists, a type of Christianity that believes in baptism later in life. Women especially dress modestly. They wear long dresses year-round. But where you might see Old Order Amish with a horse and buggy, most Hutterites have embraced some technology. They drive cars, they have smartphones. Hutterites speak Low German. That's Elaine's accent. And they practice a communal way of living, sharing food and working together. And there is an important unspoken rule. Elaine is unmarried, which in Green Acres means she lives at home with her parents and two siblings, including her younger sister, Alice. Elaine is 38 years old. And this is where she's bumping up against the edges of her community. I'm AC Rowe. This is The Dog Project. If you think you're about to hear the story of a woman leaving her community and joining the mainstream, you're not. But Elaine is going places, and she's getting there in a decidedly unexpected way. Good morning. It's Saturday morning. Alice and I are enjoying the slowness. We're having fruit and yogurt. Mommy's calling out from her bedroom to check on when it is our turn to do laundry at the communal laundromat. Alice, what are some of the, I guess, the positives of living, how we live with our parents, Alice and I and our brother? Companionship and family time. Yeah, I think when we come home, you always know you're coming home to a presence. And mom does our dishes. What do you think some of our biggest struggles or challenges are? Drama, family dramas. Possibly because we live with six adults 
with some five adults. We sometimes don't have enough space like when we want quiet time in the evening. Yeah, I think yes, brushing up shoulders so closely. We each have our own room, but sometimes when I settle in for the night and it seems like I, I hear my whole family right outside my room. I hear the familiar sounds of my dad clicking his cereal, my mom listening to her news for the 40th time in the day, and it's just so loud and it feels so abrasive. And, and my sister Alice getting her clothes out for the next day and the slam of the dresser drawers. And my brothers, um, I hear my brothers electric toothbrush and he brushes his teeth the way we scrub cement and he's pretty thorough about that brushing. So it's all those sounds. I am an absorber. I absorb like I it's impossible for me to to just shut this all shut this all off. So I just have to wait it out some nights until the sound settle it, settle down. Hey, hi. I'm out for a run. Look, I've checked my watch. I've been running for five minutes. My sister, Alice, and I both started running in the year of 2013. We ran to support the mental health run. I think I got the fever of celebrating together with people afterwards, sitting and grinning together, being so totally exhausted yet so incredibly alive. It was so unusual to, to have that, that pulse of people running together. The only time you saw the, that big of a crowd was at a funeral and a wedding. And simply from there on, I saw clarity that I was that I received from running, and I've kept running for anxiety, for my downtime, just to get away, just to get out of my head, get some clarity. It's beautiful. It's cloudy and warm. And there's a gentle drizzle. But I am just a bit down. My brother and his wife are going on a trip, short trip, to visit relatives in the States. And I just feel like going on an outing too. Yes, I have that ugly jealousy within me. I'm just running past the brushed part of the tree and now I'm angry at that too. I've come to somewhat resent the question of people asking if we run and exercise in our skirts. Yeah, we do. And yeah, it's okay. And a skirt flapping as we run across the prairies, it 
it does not it does not hinder us in any way I don't know partly I feel we feel quite judged and partly there there's a pride there that this is who we are and we are strong capable horrified runners and why is there a certain way we need to be dressed to run Ooh, I see the valley as green my last run poplars in the valley weren't green yet. green just made everything pop up see you after my run <laughs> I'm a teacher I teach in the school I teach writing and I also teach reading to, along with my co-teacher, to middle years, to grades three to sevens. We are practicing hand-eye coordinations in the shade. Yes, it's hot. See if we can get to five. Bounce catch. Bounce catch, yes. Hit, bounce, catch. Wow. Within our community, we have our own school. We have our... Most of our work is within the community. And relationships are paramount in my day. Is it with reading the kids at school in the morning and stooping down to them and saying, hey, it's good to see you. How are you this morning? Just the fresh hope in those kids' eyes, like they just charge me. Okay, can you take a step back and do one for a bonus? A big step back, not an end step. Okay, tomorrow we'll try that. The first small hill on the trail. But it's a steep one. One of the options I've recently been starting to think of and explore and even discuss with my family is how would it look like if if we moved out and got our own place to to live like Alice and me we're both in our 30s and it is a very very new idea I think amongst Tellarites traditionally we live with our parents if you're single like your entire life but I think as we evolve with the different ways of thinking and I think it, it is in our history in the Alberta Hutterites they had apartments for single people. I think this is something where dialogue needs needs to start. It's not something frivolous. It's something that is as important for my health or is it as important as anything. When I think of when I started running in the beginning, I I felt guilty when I went running during the day. Like, 
I myself, I didn't know a lot of Hutterites that would go running throughout the day. This is a time where everybody in the community works, works within the community, works for the community. And it felt, um, I felt exposed if people passed me on the, on the road. Like I could visualize them, people thinking, doesn't she have work to do? Doesn't she have anything more valuable to do? For Hutterites, it's always about doing things for the community, for the, the greater good of the community. It's a, it's a bit easier for men to get away on those on runs because in general the women's work circle is much, much bigger. You simply have to cover more bases. We have more day-to-day -day duties that we need people to, to cover for us. It didn't only take a year, it took years to settle myself into that role as a runner that if I am a healthier Elaine, then I am a healthier Hutterite and I can give better to the community, to my family, to my students at school. And now if I am out on the road, I, I'm not self-conscious anymore at whichever hour I'm on the road. The rain is a complete treat today. We haven't had rain in a, a long time. Thank you for that. Hi, happy Wednesday. Today I'm thinking of my driver's license and thinking of how it'll enhance my independence. I could just envision myself going to classes and to appointments and I can't wait to book that appointment to do my driver's, to do my road test. And right now I think I was okay for many years sitting beside my dad and then my dad had a concussion a couple of years ago and seeing him driving home with splitting headache from Winnipeg just unpacked something and maybe created a sense of urgency. And then for two winters getting people to drive us five miles to pottery classes was such a frustrating hassle and that too drove the idea home for me that what are we doing so if we're thinking of how does a hotride community come to that decision and why hasn't this happened well our communities are unique and they make decisions based on their members requests and needs and values to me, it seems based on the sense of culture of the individual communities. And in the past years, some women have joined our community with a license and that was okay. So now our community is, is on that path. And I am so ready for that challenge. So here's to 2019 driving. Hi. It's me again, I'm back. So I'm just past one mile. And I'm in my rhythm. And I'm planning how far do I want to go. And excited about which route I'm taking on the trails. Some of the challenges of training for a race is like you, you have to, you're not quite in control of your schedule. Recently, we were 
My sister and I were eight weeks into training for a half marathon, and then community wedding happened to fall on the day of the race, and there was really little we could do about it. My sister isn't here today. I miss her chit-chat. She usually says, huh, what's creaking in this wood? Is it a bear? And I always laugh at her. Never think of a bear. But now she isn't here and I'm thinking, what if there's a bear somewhere? Our latest venture is to do our first ultra, but it'll be our first trail race with hills. As much as I do like predictability with race, with runs and fitness, it's just nice to always to change it up. So I'm really looking forward to experiencing a new type of, of race. And uh, we really are super excited. But there is always that possibility there of your plans being sabotaged. See you at home. I was away for a week and coming back, I realized I felt as if I was hearing my whole family within my room. And I just realized that I think for my emotional well-being that I need more space and even though it was a difficult conversation to have with my family and my parents I think um, they realized that we are five adults with different needs and and different ways of of expressing our hobbies that we need space like and even those ideas are so new I think um, it it was a realistic conversation. And I think by discussing it with my family, it's somehow given me a sense of possibility. And with their support and with my friends, I don't know, in some ways I do have have hope that maybe one day I, I will have a place of my own. Good evening, it's race night. And one of the things that I'm thinking about this evening, I'm stressed about missing community duties. And tomorrow we're deboning turkeys. So Alice and I will be missing that job early in the morning and it isn't a good feeling because going out and going for a run is is still new and it is a, b- a bit stressful. Uh, what people will say about us, perhaps. Alice, what are your thoughts on tomorrow and missing? I know it won't be an easy nut to crack for us or for some of the people in the community. I also know that they know us, that we're mostly diligent this run is important to us and it's not that we think this run is more important than our community we're not just leaving and and just waving the boning turkeys goodbye and thinking we're taking a break from community work but this deboning turkeys tomorrow is still rattling me a bit but 
but everyone is a bit is doing this to me but simply because it's it's a big event and and it's not like running at home in the community okay it's time to settle in for the night tomorrow is race day and it's past my bedtime good morning today is race day we are on the way to East Epic Gate Trail Run. It is our first trail run today. Our most faithful crew is along, Paul and Alice. Hi. Hello. Yes, one of my fears today are getting lost on the trails. And my sister Alice's fears are bears, she, but she's got a bell along. But she's scared of bears in our own backyard, so. Alice is reciting her prayers. <laughs> See you at the race. In three, two, one, have an epic day. So the first leg was all uphill and we really wondered, hey, are we prepared for this? Hey, we're not trained for this. But I forget that it takes me three miles to settle into a race. And then there was suddenly a downhill slope oh. with curving trails. And you just felt like a little squirrel scurrying around the corners. And the cool thing is you have a tree to, to help you swing around those edges. I did three face plants. And it was crazy. I somehow didn't mind them. The drill was soft and it was actually a change of it was a change of position as if you were suddenly giving your your joints a break or something. I really loved the the winding trails and sometimes they went up and down and I totally lane. It it's, it almost sounds like a cruise. It was thrilling because sometimes you were right on, you were running right on the edge, and if you would have fell, you would have literally rolled for a quarter mile. And then the second part of the race was more, more flat and downhill. It was such a nice variety. Today I've been so so happy that we chose to take that day to just sign up. The adventure was a heck of an experience. Coming home from the race, Alice and I usually burst into the house and and share share the race with my mom and dad. Even if mom doesn't give us much feedback, I think she can't help but but get something out of our excitement. And with dad. He is always worried. He is worried about us coming home with being hurt, getting lost. <laughs> How old do we have to be <laughs> until that worry in dad subsides a bit? But yes, I do believe he is very proud of his girls, even if he doesn't show it. And we have to pick out the pride out, out of him. <laughs> I I did a lot of questioning with signing up for this run and I usually do a lot of questioning because 
there is a lot of work in arranging those trips because they're so new. It's branching out. It's going out to see the world. I could have stayed home and done laundry. It would have been such a peaceful day. Peaceful? Boring. <laughs> Boring. Without drama, without stiff muscles. Hi there. As I'm thinking about being hot right, what is, what it means for me and what are some of the pure and true things and some of the challenges. And I think I have always wanted to be, I need to be part of something um, bigger than I am. And the same way that I need to believe in, in a being bigger than I am. But I think one of the challenges is to find our separateness within it and be able to step out of out of the crowd because we live together. It, you you need a sense of who of who you are as an individual and what your dreams are and what your goals are. And in a way, sometimes this can be daunting um, because you feel alone then. And it kind of, it reminded me on in Sunday when, as the choir was singing. And there's parts where the, all of the parts blend together and then there's separate, delicate parts where there's just the altos and just the tenors and just the sopranos. And, and then it suddenly struck me that is finding the balance between who you are as an individual with your dreams and your values, and then still being able to blend in. Elaine Hoffer. Her story was produced by Megan Mast, who has been following Elaine, getting to know her and Alice for the past few years. This doc was edited by Allison Cook. Since this episode originally aired back in 2019, Elaine has obtained her driver's license. She still lives at home with her parents, and she still runs as well. We have a video of Elaine running through the fields and past the horses of Green Acres. It is stunning. You can find that on our website, where we also have photos of her community. Don't worry, nothing from the turkey deboning. That's all at cbc.ca slash docproject. This episode of The Doc Project was produced by Allison Cook, Julia Poggle, and me, Althea Manassan was our digital producer. Our senior producer was Jennifer Warren. I'm AC Rowe. Thanks for listening. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.